0: And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCoursey here with John Thompson, who will be sitting in for Matt Watson today. Hi, John.
1: How are you?
0: I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I, I know that you are as well, and we'll talk about some of that soon. For those of you that aren't familiar with the name John Thompson, that's that's a common one, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it so is. we'll have to give some definition. John, you are the founder and CEO of Pay It. Correct? Correct. You're willing to admit it too. I love it. I love it. Nothing but the truth here on Startup Hustles. (laughs) So um, for those of you that are out there listening, you know, I like to keep it interactive. So you can go to payitgov, like dot com if you want to check out what they're doing while you listen to the episode. But John, congratulations on all of the great stuff you guys have been doing lately.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah. What a hard work.
0: I know it's and you know it's I and it and I'm sure it all happened overnight, right?
1: <laughs> right, just a, it, just a breeze,
0: just a just yeah. a, a a handful of luck and and a night's rest, right? Right,
1: right. So right.
0: lots, of sleep. lots uh, of sleep for those of you listening here in Kansas City or outside. Um, I'm not sure what the statistics are, but you guys might be Missouri's most funded. I believe startup. we are. I believe yeah. that's right. Yeah, and uh, we'll say we'll build some suspense about that later. Right, but, right. But uh tell let's get started by talking about pay it and what you guys like like why'd you start
1: this, John? And what do you guys do? Like where was the problem yeah. you originally wanted to solve? Yeah, so uh I'm a Kansas City guy, born and raised in this area. Same here. Worked in uh, big tech companies, so I started at Cerner. Okay. went to work at EMC, so uh been around a little bit and uh I've been recruited to run a company, so I did a turnaround of a tech company in in the marketing technology space, learned a lot about leadership and business building and value creation. And then I'm a Missouri resident, live in Parkville. I I married a Northland girl, so she took me up there. It's kind of how you end up, where you end up. Sure. And uh, one day I was running that other business and I got the postcard in the mail from the state of Missouri that it was time to renew the registration on one of my vehicles. And I hit mo.gov slash awful 90s web experience. Yeah. Um, plugged in the pin they sent me and the plate number and it was invalid.
0: And that's a live URL, by the way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it might not be literal. <laughs>
0: it's funny when I ask about how this started. I, I, I almost said I have a feeling it started with something involving the DMV. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, it's just like everybody else. And it, I just sort of marveled at that. I was like, man, how on brand? Like I tried to look myself up and it couldn't find me. And all I wanted to do is give them money and get yeah. a sticker and get back to my life. Right. And instead, I found myself at the DMV that afternoon. And while I was there, I was just sort of working on my phone like anybody else would. And just thought, man, this, is, this should be different. <clears throat> of course it should. It should be more modern, more convenient, more connected, more proactive. There should just be less friction in doing business with government. And, and it wasn't just the DMV, although it's sort of the poster child for kind of what's broken about doing business with government. But it was, as you kind of step back, it was really any and and every interaction with city, county, and state government was just disconnected, fragmented. And, you know, frankly, by the nature of the way government's organized, they really do a great job of shifting the entire burden of being a consumer to us. And so, meaning you just have to go figure it out. I get something in the mail, piece of paper in the mail, which we think is broken. So the triggers are all wrong, right? And then it's sort of up to me to figure out, well, where do I go and what do I need? And do I have all the right stuff? And then frankly, the vast majority of these transactions between citizen and their government at that level are walk-in, call-in, or mail-in, which is the worst way to serve a customer and um, and the most expensive, the slowest, et cetera. So we said, hey, I'm biased towards platforms that are data-driven and smart, and let's go reimagine the way these services get delivered to constituents and then consumed and all with the notion of let's take as much friction out as possible and just make it easier to do business with government.
0: So to establish a timeline in the story like yeah. what year was this?
1: So this was or roughly. Yeah, roughly, you know, early 2013. Okay, that's not that fa- that's not that long ago. Yeah, so I was still running that other company and just kind of started thinking, man, of course this should be different and man, huge TAM Right. So important in the, in the startup hustle, you want to be solving big, meaningful problems. And, uh, just started looking and thinking, Oh, surely people are thinking about this differently. And, you know, I was looking for sort of a reason not to go do this, which sounds a little weird. And, uh, it
0: doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, I think if you're an entrepreneur and you're, Well, I don't know. I mean, I try to, I stop myself from doing things every day. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. If if, I don't know. I mean, I would imagine that, I mean, so many people have that entrepreneur mindset where you just see problems, you want to solve it. You're like, wow, if I could build
1: this, do that, solve this, fix it. Yeah. And you can't do it all though. No, that's right. Right. That's right. And and for me, you know, I, I had done a turnaround and learned a ton. I mean, it was an awesome experience.
0: Like what are a couple of things that, that well, really
1: like stand out, out of that?
0: Um, so Cause I, I have a feeling a few of our listeners have things that probably are warranting a
1: turnaround. Oh man. Well, as soon as you start, right. You need to fix. <laughs> um, that's the kind of the sign of progress. If I always tell people in the office, look, if you're not a little embarrassed by what we were doing six months ago, yeah. you're not making progress. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it's and, the same with launching. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like go get started. Right. Right. And then, keep going, yeah. right. Uh, so, you know, but to answer your question, you know, we did it sort of the old fashioned way. We didn't have any outside capital, no reinvestment. Uh, we just went and listened to our, our clients and uh, tried to solve bigger problems for them. And, um, and then, you know, uh, get paid when we created that value, right. And right. So you learn really quickly you can kind of, you know, it's interesting, one of the bits of advice I always share with anybody who's starting or running something, but especially startup is, you know, how do you know? Because people get so focused on funding mm-hmm. and it's like part of it, but you need to figure out like quickly, do you have a business, right? That's yeah. scalable and, and sustainable, meaning will somebody pay you or write you a check or get into contract with you? Are you going to solve some problem or scratch some itch that they they value enough to pay you?
0: Right. right. Yeah. I th- I, you know, so many people are so obsessed with the process of funding and, yeah. and venture capital and all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I say to people all the time, I'm like, you know, you could also stop and sell something.
1: Right. Exactly. And I mean, uh, yeah. I
0: mean, there's nothing that valid, I mean, obviously, venture capital and outside money coming in. I mean, there's, and you know, that, what a hot topic that is. Sure. I mean, everyone's so obsessed with it. And yeah. the problem is, is, you know, that's a full time job. And, and it can take up, I mean, it's consuming, it will put you through like, it's kind of like going through a meat
1: grinder Yeah. and and no
0: matter how perfect you think your business is or you are as a founder or whatever, you're about to be humbled.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, like,
0: like so many different ways. (laughs) Like
1: you have to like that. Like you have to feel <laughs> and not take it personally, right? Do you have like, to like
0: it? Because I mean, uh, I don't want to like it. You have it. to embrace it, I, right? okay? Because
1: like, you have to recognize it as truth, and it's what's going to make you better. I can
0: embrace it without liking it, but yeah. I don't know if I want to <laughs> like it. So you know, but all right.
1: So that probably helps you avoid mistakes.
0: So right? so outside yeah. money coming in, will, will definitely yeah. it can help validate your concept, but nothing yeah. validates it more than actually selling stuff.
1: Yeah, and don't get it confused, right? One yeah. with the other.
0: Well, the yeah, because yeah. well. They can come in different orders right. and oftentimes do, but yeah. without the sales component, in the end, yeah. it's done. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's
1: funny when we were raising um, seed round. Yeah, um, uh, and I'm I'm happy to kind of tell the story of how we progressed and yeah. all that. But I remember, we were and, out- and
0: and by the way, if you're yeah. listening, you want it. You want to stick around because the amounts that some of this get up to are astronomical. And like, I don't, I, we've had, you know, obviously Matt Watson had success and recently um, Neil Sharma from DEG, they just saw a big exit, but the amount that you guys raised still trumps all that. So it's worth, it's worth, it's worth hanging out. Yeah, We'll yeah. see how much suspense we can build here. <laughs> like okay. So, well back done. so yeah. now now we're with pay it now. Okay. So at some point you realize, yeah, you, you, yeah, you made yeah. the jump, you jump and yeah, the, did right. you jump and <laughs> then build wings or did you like come into it pretty well planned.
1: Um, uh, yeah, you know, I I um I'm a I kinda had it in my mind I can see it, but I just jump, right? So yeah, the best the way to way. do something is just to go do it. Yeah. Um so I, I, I had to first kind of leave that other business and make sure it was left in a good place. Right. Which which we did and took some time. And then I'm an all in guy, right? So I just go. And uh, ironically, I'm sure a lot of the listeners can can relate to. We had a newborn at home.
0: I can, and yeah.
1: uh, you know, my wife stays at home. She she uh, gave up a, a nice career to help to uh, raise our our daughter full time. And, and it's uh, a harder job. It's oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. way harder than hundred, what I do every day. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred uh, yeah. percent. And uh, and I said, hey, I, I think I'm gonna quit this job and go start writing a bunch of checks while not making any money. And she kind of just was like, yeah, I get it. And I think it's just. She's smarter than me, so she knew, like she knew it was going to happen either way, <laughs> and she's just amazingly supportive. I think right? my
0: <laughs> wife might be the same way in some yeah. regards. She she looks back and she's like, you know, I knew you're going to do it anyway, yeah. so I might as well get behind it. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. God uh, bless them. Yeah, total. Well, You couldn't them. do it without them, right?
0: I always but, say that you know people sometimes seek relationship advice, and I'm like, the only thing that matters is finding someone that'll put up with your shit.
1: Yeah, totally. And
0: for me as an entrepreneur, yeah. it's, it's that it's yeah. being an entrepreneur. Cause yeah. like you said, going full speed ahead, jumping and then building wings yeah. is, is a very good analogy. There's nothing that will make you build those wings faster than the impending impact with the Canyon floor.
1: Oh yeah. Totally you know, it's right. like, you're yeah. like, and you're yeah, talking yeah.
0: about like, and I went through this at the end of 2016, like. Hey honey, so I want to do something different. I think I can do something huge. I'm going to yeah. write a whole bunch of checks, and I'm not going to make any money along yeah. the way. Sounds yeah. good, right? right. <laughs> and they're like, right. Yeah, uh huh, yeah. okay, yeah. And then you go,
1: Yeah, that's right. That's it's right.
0: like it's. I mean, and one of the things that we always want to talk about here is like give you a realistic view of what it's like to be an entrepreneur. Because yeah. the thing is, yeah. is if you don't go in all, if you said you, I'm, you I quote, I'm an all in kind of guy. Yeah. If you're not. You're not going to get what you want out of your own business. If you're not all in on it, if you're not passionate about it, if you don't believe in your own vision, if you're like, hey, maybe we'll try this and see if it works, don't.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Just don't. Like, yeah. put your money back in your pocket. Go right. back to doing whatever you yeah. were doing. Because, I mean, do you agree?
1: hundred percent. I'd also say, like, money can't be the motivator either. No, no. It, well, and frankly, just as a practical matter. It's a scoreboard. There are easier ways to make money True. than to go start a business. Yeah. So, if that's all you care about. There's honestly know. a lot less stressful ways, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to just be... Um, I think I'm wired in such a way that like probably other entrepreneurs and yourself obviously is like, I just, I won't fail. No. Like that's the thing, you know, like I just, I know I'll figure it out.
0: Do you fear the failure though? Like you, like no. I, and no, I don't, I, I don't either. I, mm-hmm. I mean there's some, t- there's some days there's like a practical reality behind uh-huh. it when you're like, Oh man, yeah. like, this is getting real. Oh,
1: Which doesn't mean you don't see it. You don't yeah. know, you don't, recognize you can
0: see it feel it smell it like watch it but the thing is is like i think for me and the reason because i've had this discussion actually with my wife is i even though i consider myself to be unemployable (laughs)
1: like
0: i I, you know like Like i'm a lot of entrepreneurs yeah exactly i don't i don't find myself to be that employable because i'll just do i'll have, have to figure out something else different but Um, I feel like I am good at making money, so I so I can't really fear like running out of it. Yeah, even though sometimes that happens as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I get that. Okay, so we're going we're going here now. We're all in, and we're going. So at this point, are you? Are we still in 2013? we in 2014
1: yet? Yeah. No, I I uh, I made the jump full time in September of 13. Okay. You know, uh, and just said, I'm going to go figure this out. Isn't I'm it sorry.
0: amazing how we remember these dates as if oh, they was yeah. like the birth of a child? Yeah. Because well, it, it is kind of like it, a no child. Doubt. Yeah, No doubt
1: about it. Yeah. yeah. My
0: businesses yeah. require way more, <laughs> way more uh, <laughs> maintenance on most days. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> True enough. True enough. So, so now
0: were you doing this alone or had you attracted yeah. a founding
1: team? Uh, or? Not yet. <clears throat> so it was just me and I just started, I was kind of at it. I had a little prototype mm-hmm. and, um, I got on airplanes and started going and pitching, uh, clients. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm a, so you want
0: clients first and, oh, yeah. and then seed round I, after
1: I'm a, yeah. So I'm a, I want to go build the market. I want to go see, take my own advice, right? So yeah. I know it's the right thing is, um, I don't go, I'm not a believer in, well, what I know how to do, I should say, I appreciate there are a lot of ways to do anything. You know, I want to go see if somebody will become a client, Sure, right? A customer. Yeah. And then, and then deliver vision. Against that need set. Right.
0: So are you, um, even though you had a background working in and around tech, are you a non-technical founder?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I tell people I
0: write checks, not code.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't write any code, but I understand architecture sure. and, and, you know, what drives enterprise value Yeah, and those absolutely. it's kind of what matters. But I, I, I can
0: have the most meaningful discussion with you about tech. <laughs> but I can't actually, no. and that's a challenge. I mean, on some yeah. levels, people ask me a lot. Um, they say, Oh, do, do you want to learn how to be a program? No. Yeah. No, I employ 180 of them. <laughs> I mean, and they're yeah. all going to always be better than me.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sales guy. Right? Say, same here. Uh, yeah, yeah. And proud of it.
0: Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's weird. Cause on some <laughs> days it's like, you know, we talked about sales being that validator, but yeah. I mean, there's really like, if you can, if you can find a co founder yeah. And you're a tech person, uh-huh. find someone that can sell, not oh just gosh. another tech person. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to, it's going to suck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because s- you-
0: selling's hard.
1: Yeah. And you it's
0: might- hard and it's not.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's hard.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard, yeah. but when you figure out like what your benefits are sure. yeah. and yeah. how that provides value, you mentioned the phrase, you understand enterprise value. Uh-huh. So in order to do that with a software product, you have to either help people sell more, spend less and preferably do both.
1: Yeah. And that's
0: what you wanted to do for the government. Sure. Which, by the way, is like either the easiest or the
1: hardest entity to sell stuff to. Yeah, let me tell you, it's the hardest. (laughs) Having sold a lot of Fortune 500s uh, previously and now into government. The
0: government makes Fortune 500 look like a breeze.
1: Yeah. in some oh, levels, because yeah, yeah.
0: they're just not, and we'll get into that, but obviously you're trying to solve the government's own inefficiency and then you have to climb back through it to yeah. get them to
1: buy it. We're trying to be a good partner to them, which they haven't always had access to good partners and, right. and uh, it's a laggard market and yeah. all that, but that's changing. and
0: not, not always filled with people that care about solving the problem?
1: Well, I think they just, in fairness, uh, some of that's true, yeah. right? But in fairness, there are some really smart people that really want to do better. Yeah. And they just haven't had, they've had a, you know, if you think about their vendor community to choose from, it's Dunder Mifflin. I mean, so (laughs) it's like people convincing them that they're so different that they ought to write $50 million checks and go build custom software. Well, that's lunacy, right? Uh, And yet it's pervasive and has been. And so we're helping to change all that and kind of get into it later, but I'm sure, but, um, yeah, it's a uh, sort, so, sort of the art of the possible is different. So now,
0: so now you're on you're on the jet plane and <laughs> you're trying to sell stuff to people. Yeah. Now you're doing this. What did you have an MVP at this point? Did you have anything? I had, a, I had
1: a prototype enough to kind of show a little bit. And so I literally got on a plane and I went and met. Uh, I got into a meeting and I met with uh, eight governors in 24 hours. And I just said, eight hey,
0: governors in 24 hours.
1: Yeah, I'm a sales guy. I know how to. Okay, like, so,
0: but let's talk about that. Cause not, I mean, dude, this is a governor. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not the easiest person to get You're in right. front of. So, You're like, right. so without too many details, how'd you pull that off? Cause so, that's a roadshow of all roadshows right there.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, you problem solve, right? I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. So, I'm an old uh, Missouri boy, State alum, as is my business partner and the guy I tricked into becoming co founder, Mike, <laughs> Mike Plunkett, a brilliant guy. And uh, that's how we know each other from Missouri Boys State and that leadership uh, group, uh, volunteer leadership group. So, um, and I just started networking. You know, how do I, I want to go talk to these people and kind of tell them, hey, you know, your customers move, they're digital, and the way you serve them, like all of your resources are misaligned into offices or mail centers or call centers. And that's not how the world works anymore. And I could help you take a lot of friction out. By having better digital services, um, which are more in line with what we all want anyway, right? So think Venmo for government, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, and that will also pay benefits to you around speed to revenue collection, better compliance, big cost savings. Oh, and by the way, these people all vote, right? So yeah. don't you want to be the one to say, "Look, what I did to make government smarter, more modern, more convenient, more transparent."
0: It's amazing I bet by even doing something like making your constituencies voter or, or like your constituencies DMV experience better. Oh, my gosh. Like yeah, like right? they'd almost care more about that than like issues that quite yeah. honestly, like in real have real world implications that are probably a little more serious. But yeah, they're no like, doubt. yeah uh,
1: abso- absolutely. So you need a like first hook, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, OK, so I, I uh, connected to someone who brought me and walked me around and introduced me to eight governors and all it was, Matt, it was amazing. Right. So how do you know that you're onto something? This was one of those aha moments for me in 24 hours, you know, five minutes, cause you don't get, you don't get an hour, right. You get yeah. five minutes. Yeah. And so in five minutes, roughly with eight different governors, all eight said, come see me right. and, and pulled. And all I wanted was a meeting, right? So all eight of those governors grabbed whoever was staffing them at that event. And said, hey, get John out and have him introduce him to Secretary so-and-so, right? That's all I wanted. And then I could go tell a bigger story. And so we literally, then we got on airplanes and we just went. And we started telling these stories. And it's still, from that point, though, it was enough to know we had something. Sure. And then. Uh, but then and, it, and
0: by the way, I want to key, I want to key this. So like yeah. five minutes, you get five minutes. And yeah. like, honestly, that's kind of a long time. Like, I mean, that's almost more than you'd expect. So I talk to a lot of people when they're trying to pitch their idea yeah. or do anything and they've got, uh-huh. you know, they're just overly verbose. And yeah. I, you know, I naturally yeah, can yeah. be one of those people. I'm a talker, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I can convert. I can crunch myself in this little tiny package, yeah. like, and be able to like, what are your benefits? Like hit the yeah. benefits right away. As yeah. a sales guy, you What's... you got to love that. I mean, that's yeah, the key. course,
1: right. And I'm also a uh, big believer in uh, kind of that. I practice.
0: Yeah. Right. So oh, yeah, I've been so doing do this
1: a long time and have d- been pretty good at it. Do you and, do
0: it? Are you like, do you, when you're driving to work and stuff, no, do you I'm find a, yourself like actually like talking I'll, to yourself? I'll
1: record myself in front of a mirror. Okay. Like I'm not like, that's real. Sure. Like, you know, I don't talk about that, but I'm a big believer in preparation. Yeah, so am I. And, uh, you know, you know, uh, like it, it's one of the differentiators, like right. preparation in general.
0: Yeah. So I have this uh, term that I use, I call it fact shaping Uh and it's like, there's so many, there's an infinite number of ways to deliver the facts about what you're presenting. Mm -hmm. And therefore you can shape those facts into the most reasonable, efficient, descriptive yeah like whatever it is and it can be different because like all right so you get five minutes with a governor this is probably a type a person you gotta get right to the point man yeah. nail it like yeah. if you're still talking about what you do four minutes like i would want to be through that whole thing in two minutes so i could give him a minute and That's then right. maybe answer the questions right. and then you're done
1: yeah i mean it's it's uh yeah no doubt so you need to be crisp yep articulate um, straight to the point and
0: prepared, like you yeah, said, because exactly. the thing is, is is you're wasting that other person's time if you're not.
1: <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. And I always think too, you always like there's a skill to putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like what's gonna what's gonna resonate with them? Yeah, right. And it, there, it's also about empathy. What and,
0: are some things that you look at? Because one of the things that's big for me when I'm delivering this message is is understanding the recipient. And that, and a personality style has something to do with that. Like really driven type A people. I get right to the point. Yeah. Introverted type B type people, they want more details.
1: So a couple of things. I, I'm a big believer in a connection. So like a personal connection. Right. So for us, even though our story was beyond the DMV, that DMV hook in, yeah. the, in our, in a, a, a specific example is re- everybody can relate to us. So you need something uh, like a quick hitter yep. that's relatable. You know, and, and
0: I mean, is and, this just like, hey, do you remember the when you went to the DMV and the experience was terrible?
1: Oh, I just would tell my story, like, <laughs> hey, I was sitting there just like I did earlier, and I was like, Of course, this should be different. And here's why I think we can solve it, you know, bring this fortune five experience into government. And then here's a different model. And do you want to learn more about it? Right. And so we have, you know, platforms instead of custom software. They've all been through that. Right. So for us it was like, Hey this can be different and we do it at no cost and in 90 days so there's some real quick value hitters where they go, oh yeah, I want to learn more. Hey sec-, you know set up a meeting for John with secretary so- and so. Awesome that's all I want. Uh, so I don't, I don't need a decision. I wasn't asking yep. for too much. It was well, a, you can't get one there. No, of course yeah. not but you have to be real right yeah, yeah. so it's like um, what are you trying to get out of that interaction? and you can only get one thing. You know, like I always tell people too, hey, everything isn't a next step. Like you need to figure out, like these things need to be purposeful. That's why you have to practice and prepare. So like, what are the three things, you know, like pick your things, connect, because it's it's all about trust, right? So how do I establish some, like there's a need, you can trust me to help think about it. And then can we talk more about it or whatever right. your your ask right. is, right? Like in every interaction, I always prepare and think through, Okay, what do I want to walk away from? Like, what's good look like? What's a successful interaction? Whether it's 30 seconds or an hour or five minutes, you know, like that's, those are habits that are really important. Sure. And I bet if you were to ask everybody you've ever had on this podcast, 90% of them do that, whether they do it intentionally or not, like they know that's what they're trying to get out of something. It's purposeful, right? Sure.
0: Okay, so we got eight governors, and they're giving you some serious <laughs> indications that you're onto something here. Yeah. And now here you come back, and you're like, okay, so you're yeah. feeling pretty good.
1: Well, I'm I'm hopeful, but I'm always ho- I'm an optimist, right? Sure. So right. That's, I mean, all of us are. Yeah. You're not, you're not an entrepreneur if you're not. And so. Okay. But I
0: mean, let's be real. Like, yeah. I mean, if eight, you know these, you you got in front of decision makers not just someone in an office or somewhere that was like, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like, I mean, so you get an indication that you might be onto something here at this point. I mean, did that, did that really start to like, I mean, for me that I would, have I would have come back and I probably wouldn't have shut up about it for like a while. Cause I would have been so excited. Cause the, obviously like once you gauge that the interest to do business and to have it like, be widespread with whatever you're doing has got to exist to do something big.
1: Yeah. You know what? Um, So your listeners know TAM, total addressable market, right? And big TAM. So I wanted to go see if I could build something of consequence. I've talked about this a lot of, I want to build the next great Kansas city business, a billion dollar company, you know, uh, truly, you know, um, for, for a bunch of reasons. And so you need a big TAM to go do that. And so, for us there's just under 2 trillion dollars that flows between citizens and their state and local governments every year wow and so if i thought if we could just introduce profiles and wallets to reimagine that you know and 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 really bend the economics down too right the, the cost down to do that like we can build a big business here okay so check and then i went and figured out Hey, there's people who see it kind of the same way. So that's compelling, but that's still not a business yet. That's just like, there's validation of an idea and the idea is the easy part, right? Right. Sure. Then it was like, okay, let's get to work. I need a team. So I went and got Mike Plunkett, who I've known forever. Never worked together, but always wanted to. The guy's just brilliant. Um, Don't let him know I said that. So.
0: Mike, did if you, you're listening, did you, you didn't <laughs> hear that.
1: Yeah. it violates a policy to yeah. compliment him publicly. Yeah. I
0: understand. We we actually prefer the backhanded compliment. <laughs> it would be like, you know what? Your first startup was great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, so off we went and we started, you know, finding people who, who wanted to come build with us. Right. And so Mike and I funded the business just to weave in a little of the story. We wrote all the checks the first year ourselves. Um, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of value in doing that too. Cause you, you get, uh, when you're spending your own money, you're really careful. It's oh, yeah. smart. Not careful is the wrong word. Cause you're throwing. Well, money it's real. Away, right. But it's, it's real. And so yeah. you, you don't, you don't, um, you know, like we worked out of coffee shops until we had at least seven, eight, 12 people, something like that. We would just call it squawfacing. <laughs> so we would just say, Hey, when we're not on the road. We're going to meet at this coffee shop and uh, we would just sit there and buy coffee all day. Squaf Yeah. So where we would squat and turn it into an office. So we'd squaf us. And there were a bunch of coffee shops around town that we would use. And as long as we had a bar tab or a tab open, they didn't care. Right. right? So instead of, for us, instead of going to WeWork and spending a bunch of money, we sat there and bought coffees. Right, and so so
0: you're pretty geeked up on coffee by the end of the day, but yeah, at the same time, you you alleviate the rent cost. Yeah, lean right, like yeah, don't sure.
1: don't spend money you don't need to spend. Right, it's a it's a great uh. Any, anywho, so we did that, um, created some milestones. Let, let me just say this too: it this is a hard market to break into. So even though I had all this interest, which is very different than having a contract, yeah, um, you hope it's a leading indicator, but uh, not always. And, um, it took almost two years to get a first contract. Because, so now, now
0: we're into 2015.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, government says, oh, "Slow, great idea. Slow. Where have you done it? Yeah. said, well, we've done it. Yeah. In I was going to ask that. I was going to ask you that. Know, With, so you have
0: eight, eight states that might be into it. And all of them are probably saying, well, who's, yeah, who's yeah. doing
1: this? Well, it's a laggard market, right? Yeah. So they would say, oh, great idea. Come back when you have, you know, a handful of clients. Okay. Well, that's hard. (laughs) Right. So how do you, that's the chicken
0: and the egg scenario that people, that people that just come out of college complain about. They're like, everyone wants me to have, wants me to have experience, but no one will hire me. So I can't get it.
1: Welcome to real life, man. Like, you know, uh, so here's what you do. You find, like we did look, every market has early adopters, even a laggard market like the government. Right. And so you have to go find early adopters.
0: So there's ways to induce that and entice that. Which way did you guys go with? Well,
1: you need you need to find somebody that uh, that's that's who they are. Yeah. Right. And so we found, you know, um, uh, inside the state of Kansas, we found a, a secretary and and uh, sort of a an administration that was very open to innovation and said, "Hey, let's go find. We can do this here." We found a little pocket, a place. With leadership who wanted to innovate, and that was
0: the state of Kansas. Was the state of Kansas, okay.
1: yeah, the Turnpike Authority. So sure, been a long okay. time client of ours, and uh, we, there was a secretary there that was a former, you know, business owner, and he was like, "I love this, and I get it. And let's go try it. And if it fails, it fails, but let's go try it." And he kind of believed in us, and it was successful. And so off we went. And then once you once we push through and we started winning contracts, then you have some momentum, right? And then you need more um more capital right, right. To, to build out more and so that's when we went and raised a seed round
0: so this is still 2 years into the timeline yeah, this
1: is uh, we raised it we closed our seed round in October of 14 okay so we made some progress and knew we needed capital okay. right and uh because to build a big business you need capital and uh <clears throat> and so it was time for uh, real capital so you know that was a lot of local you know, kind of um, angels, super angels, but also some folks from previous relationships on on the coast. And you know, we set out to raise seven hundred and fifty. We closed one three or one four. Uh Along the way, interestingly enough, uh, we had a, a VC, in, uh, a West Coast VC, want to give us three times that, but wanted us to move the business to the Bay Area because they didn't think there was enough talent in Kansas City.
0: Wrong. False. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I mean, that's
1: like Pound Sand, man. Yeah. Like, this is a we've got the internet too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, uh, news flash. Like, get out of your bubble.
0: Well, actually, uh, right at that time too. I mean, that's when Google Fiber had just come in and 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 made us the first in some regards and you know i mean that is what it is but yeah. in some ways that that put a little star on the map when it come, sure. came to kansas city's sure. tech scene it yeah. just it was it didn't hurt
1: no not at all yeah. no it, it brought
0: didn't. some people here i mean there was a little wagon train that
1: yeah.
0: kind of yeah. came with that people wanting to get in and see what this like revolutionary bandwidth would be able to do <laughs> right. only to realize that it's only as it, the problem that And I was one of these people. The problem that you quickly realize is that that fiber connection, which we were the Kansas City was the first to have that gigabit Internet. Well, the problem is, is it's kind of like driving down those those not main, not an interstate, but like a a state highway where you get to stop and go 35 in other towns so that 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 bandwidth would come firing out of the cannon and (laughs) then you'd have to slow down. Yeah, and then you could go fast again, and yeah. you get to slow down. So, like, yeah. the, the, it's almost like the rest of the internet wasn't quite ready for yeah. that.
1: But the merits of the of the brand building for Kansas City, yeah, strong, way more important. Strong, than the strong, technical True. benefits, right? Yeah,
0: and I don't think we realized that then. Yeah, I mean, maybe we did on mm-hmm. some level, but really in the end, it, that was probably like what what uh, what ended up being the best because they adopted oh, yeah. a couple other cities, and now Google's kind of backed off that whole right. project. So right, right, anyway. Yeah. I live in Leewood, so they got in a fight with the city I live in, and I never got Google Fiber.
1: Yeah, we we have it in the office, but that's it. Yeah, but. I heard
0: it's fast. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now you're going to raise a seed round, and now now at this point, all right. So um, I think one of the things that listeners would enjoy hearing is like, what was the one indicator that made you really realize you had to go get money from someone else?
1: Yeah, because I didn't want to build a lifestyle business or a small business, and I wanted to be able to execute. Uh, I'm also just um, again an op- uh, an optimist, and so I knew we would win, and when we win deals, we needed to be able to, to deliver and execute in a meaningful way. Right? And,
0: and I want to de- I want to define the term lifestyle business because if you're getting into this whole process, yeah. you're going to hear that a lot. A lot. Yeah. Well, I'll let you define it. Yeah. What's a lifestyle well, business?
1: To your point, it probably means something different yeah. for everybody. Here's what it means to me. So, uh, I wasn't trying to build um, a small business. You know, that would support the lifestyle of the founders and let us, you know, drive nice cars and live a nice. I mean, that's all great, right? Like so you cash
0: out a little along the way. It's yeah, never yeah. really going to be huge. You're just yeah. kind of cool with what's going right. on. Right. There's nothing wrong with lifestyle not, business, but no. it's hard to get people to give you money when you're
1: clearly yeah. in that mode or going to be. Right. And if you're if you're trying to raise money from venture mm-hmm. right, from VC, uh, you know, you are just they want something that can win big. Yeah. Right. And so.
0: Well, and then also you talk about TAM.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, that
0: houses this, this large, I mean, yeah. you were talking about, I mean, government, these payments, it's yeah. trillions of dollars worth yeah. of commerce. Yeah.
1: But it also means, look, you, um, you kind of operate and make decisions differently. So you'll make investments in, in uh, kind of building for scale earlier than trying to get to profitability. Where if you're trying to build more of a lifestyle business, you care about profitability faster yep. or sooner yep. than if you're trying to build to scale a big business. Right, you spend ahead. The more.
0: VC experience is very confusing. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to your general logic. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, I mean, cause people will go into these meetings and you know what a VC doesn't want to hear is about how you're going to take five years to spend the money that they're going to put in. Right. They want you to get through it and ma- yeah. get as big as you can, as fast as you can. They're not, and like what John's defining there, they're not concerned about what that bottom line is. I mean, in fact, some of them actually won't want, don't want you
1: to make money. Yeah. Often you'll have to defend why aren't you spending faster? Yeah. Right. So if your unit economics are right. Yeah. You know okay, why not spend more to get yep. bigger, faster? Yeah,
0: It's weird. It's like, I mean, it really yeah. is like, like someone telling you that three plus four equals yeah. fish.
1: but there's also another side of that, yeah. right? There's a, that can be, um, you know, intoxicating just to spend a bunch of money. And, uh, so we're also Mike and I are very um, lean and efficient with capital. Um, you know, we've, man, um, yeah, I think you can spend where you don't need to spend too. So you sure. want to be really smart about spending, uh, you, you know, on the right things.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. So, anyhow.
0: Okay. So here comes the seed round. Yeah. Well, what did you guys do with that first round of cash? I mean, yeah. was that for sales and marketing or was no, that to like... Still build. build the pre- you're yeah. still building.
1: Building, building, building. Um, and you're talking to the sales and marketing, right? So we, yep. were, we were really lean on that side. And then we started adding, adding a couple of people there, uh, but it was mostly product and software development.
0: Right. So, how many employees do you have at this point, roughly? Oh, because you mentioned the point, than, like ten or twelve, and getting that, you're, yeah. you're no longer squafficing. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to think that with that 1.3 million dollars that you moved out of the coffee house,
1: we did. We we uh uh, but yeah, we did a few months later. Right? So, but not right away. Not, like not right away. <laughs> and we found a spot and um, that was cheap but cool down the crossroads. And, uh, yeah, and so we started thinking about carefully how do we go spend and, you know, build things on the, um, with a return. Uh, let's see. So we did that. We hit a few more milestones. We won some more contracts. We started building. Um, and then we did a – it was time to go raise an A round. Okay, we we're like now we're like, hey, we we've got something here. This okay, is now work. now you've now you've got you you're adopted by states. Well, still early, yeah. But we've, you we've you gotta, have some, you have
0: some traction at this yeah, point. Exactly. Now, we, now one thing about a a client or customer or buyer like the state is, while they may be slow to adopt, they may also be really slow to drop you. Meaning, like once you're in, you might they you might be able to like they'll put up with some of your crap.
1: Well, tr- I'm so trying to get it to fi- get
0: it figured out because you're it, it, the people that that approve these contracts and all, and all the vendors and stuff like they realize it's not always easy to get people that,
1: that they have options with. Yeah. Uh, yes. But I also think it's um, look, it's easy to fire a startup. It's hard to fire yeah. IBM or Deloitte True. or, you know, like I would say, you know. Deloitte can blow it 10 times, no, not to pick on them. they're, they're
0: No, no, Deloitte. you're right though.
1: But they can blow it 10 yeah. times and it's still Deloitte where... Well,
0: because the people making those decisions have yeah. to sell those decisions upstream. Right. And if they say, well, it's IBM and they blew it, like, oh, I get it. They'll fix it because they're IBM. Yeah, or they're IBM right? But if you pick the startup and they blow it, now yeah. you're like, shit, am I, gonna, am yeah, I out exactly. of a job?
1: Yeah, so you have to execute, yeah. right? right? And I always say, look, you don't want to grow faster than your ability to execute because those clients, you need them to be referenceable. I mean, they just have to be referenceable. And so, um, you know, we, we also had won a few cities. So the city of St. Louis, awesome early client for us, Kansas city, Kansas, awesome early client for us. Um, really smart, progressive, um, people who believed in what we were doing and took a chance on us. Right. And,
0: And so some of these, so now, and just to clarify, like, I mean, so what you're going? You're providing um, efficiency and payment platforms that are doing that are assisting state yeah. and local governments with things like court, like tickets and citations, health services, motor vehicle, professional licensing, to- yeah, and stuff all like of those that.
1: things, right? So we 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 become their uh, web and mobile application. So we we introduce a profile and a wallet. So think of it this way: so we replaced their old homegrown web website, web application,
0: which ours. they were probably not that great at building and maintaining it anyway.
1: Yeah, and and uh, not
0: and not really able to keep keep up with the, really com- the with key. a competitive that's really the with key. a competitive market for employing developers and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and uh, yes, yeah, so the world moves fast. Right. It's harder harder for them. They don't have the budget, the resources always, right? And so
0: and they, but they they need to be good at collecting money.
1: Yeah, they and, need
0: that money to do everything they do, and it's
1: more than that. So yeah. think of it as the digital government plus payments integrated. And so we we just build, you know, it's um, truly like Venmo for government. It's a, it's a, probably not the best metaphor, but so we'll just send you an alert, text, app, email, however you want to receive it. Hey man, it's thirty days to your tags are due. Is this still your Tesla? Yes, card on file done. So we digitize the triggers, which so they can stop sending you mail that you never see in Which anyway, saves a ton of money. money. And then the interaction is modern and better. So you right. may get the benefit. You go, oh, that was better. That was cool. Um, I didn't hate this. Yeah. And then you're carrying, now you've got this digital wallet, secure digital wallet. So now you can carry your, you know, official vehicle registration. So if you get pulled over, you just open up the state's new mobile app, powered by us, and you can show law enforcement. Here it is, or that could be a phishing or a professional, app, whatever it is. Um, and then we'll just let you know the next time it's time to do that. So you can kind of just forget it. It's all organized there. Your receipts are in your wallet, your licenses in your wallet. All of those things are in your secure mobile wallet. Now we do omni-channel digital, and then we just keep adding more things that are valuable to you. So, Hey, you're renewing your tags. Do you also want to get your park pass? Oh yeah, of course I do. Boom. Done. All in one fell swoop. So we see, God bless you, John. Yeah. You get this benefit. For
0: real. Of, like all the stuff you mentioned and like managing all those yeah. different things and like, okay. So, I mean, you just talk about so many of these things like that are on here and, um, so many businesses, uh, service providers, professionals, uh, drivers, people yeah. in general. Oh, yeah. It's easy to let this stuff lapse. Like I did yeah. this. So I have two vehicles and I moved from my office to where we're at now. Yeah. And uh, they were sending the old renewal stuff to my old office. Yeah. Well, they don't forward that. Right. And I didn't even realize it, yeah. but I literally had a car that was uh, like, I, I was like a year late on renewals. Right. Like the officer pulled me over and he was like, tell me you're just trying to, you're just driving this around the block because you haven't <laughs> driven it in a year. I was like, what are you talking about? And like, yeah, you didn't renew this for like, I mean, clearly, pay yeah. it would have helped with. Totally. I would have
1: appreciated that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. so so you think um so this is a mission driven business for us. so sense of purpose uh, matters a lot to us. so, Look, you and I can afford to go take the afternoon off and be at the DMV. We don't want to, but no, we can. No, I actually, it, right? you
0: say you could afford it, but at the same time, do you want to? Is that really no, no, no. what you want to spend your personal of, capital of, on? Of course not. When I say personal capital, meaning like that's time, time. like yeah. you talk, um, Blake Miller from Homebase. Um, use the term time arbitrage because mm-hmm. you can't make more of it so yeah, how right. you the yeah. effectiveness of how you use it where when yeah. why like that makes a difference yeah. and the value like I might value my own personal time like yeah. I mean it's top dollar John yeah, like course. and so if I can get that hour back yours, or something right. oh That's totally really expensive oh yeah totally it's because uh, I've got nothing better to do <laughs> but uh, but no I think in general people often yeah. undervalue
1: their own time yeah but let me just finish the point so while we can afford it we don't want to right Think about you know the the single dad, the single mom that's working an hourly and yeah. has three kids, and so that means hey, time away and childcare, like it's just crazy, it's ridiculous, yeah. right? And it's so, opportunity cost, right? And so we think about just giving people access to their government in a new way, uh, in a really personalized, secure way, and just take all that friction out, right? Because most people, I believe, you made the point, we believe this a lot. People want to comply. It's just It should be easier to go.
0: Yeah, it's a pain in the butt and you forget about it too. You get that postcard in the mail, you put it over. It's like next thing you know, it's like with that stack of coupons that that my wife's never going to use. And next thing you know, I'm getting a letter in the mail that's telling me I'm late or like you get pulled over and just something dumb. Yeah. Okay, so this starts to catch on. Yeah. And now it's popping. So you said you go to series A. Yeah. Now, where was that? It was So
1: still really fragile at this point, right? I mean, we, we were losing money because you're investing, right? So yeah. it's not, you're losing money by choice. Wait, right? startups,
0: are, they're, yeah. they're, are they supposed to make money? Right.
1: It, it, yeah. It's, so that's a funny <laughs> a side story there. Don't uh, get me started on yeah, that topic. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> Series A, we set out to raise, I don't know, a few million dollars to keep building. And then through some conversations um, as these things go, We uh, said, well, let's raise three, or I think was the number we had in our head. We ended up closing a little over four, like four and a half. Uh, Oversubscribed, you know, really fortunate there. You know, to kind of pick and choose. We ended up choosing a lead out of uh, New York, New York City. And
0: and for those of you not familiar with the term oversubscribed, when you open a funding round, you'll often have a say, we'll take X amount, but then so many people are wanting to put money in, you're like, well, we could take more.
1: Yeah, and so you always, if you can get more, right, Like a round's going to cost you 20 or 30% no yeah. matter what. So make sure you have enough because it's the the time you need to get to the next round's always longer than you think. Yep. Right? Everybody, it's always longer than you think. And
0: you don't know what's going to happen along you the way. You don't know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. So take more, not less, always. Look, my, I, here's just...
0: By the way, that's, that's, I, I want anybody listening that's thinking about raising money down the road to listen to exactly what John said. And I, and you know, I don't have the, the firsthand experience and that you do, but like, like you you don't know what's going to happen. It could yeah. take longer. You're going to yeah. probably need to do it again. And by the way, these things don't happen fast. So if you're like, if right. you, you don't want to start raising money when you're two months away from yeah. Ra- yeah, being yeah, out, Exactly. You don't get, you think it's a huge mistake yeah, yes. that people make? Like, it's yeah, like I waited way too long. Well, the, then you're screwed. The
1: best time to raise money is when you don't need it. Yeah. Right. Like it's true for a reason. Yes. It's a saying yes. for a reason. Yes. So then, uh, but also, you know, you want to choose your partners, right? Cause business building's hard. It's not going to always go well. Um, and so, uh, I would also say the best book I read along the way, um, about the hard thing about hard things, uh, just, <laughs> killer, right? I mean, besides this podcast, the next best thing would be hard things about hard things. There's just some awesome, um, awesome advice. And I think just people need to know it's hard, right? So you're hearing like the high points along the way. No,
0: but there's. I mean, this was. But
1: it's th- hard, right? It's really hard.
0: Well, we mentioned earlier that meat grinder. So, you, yeah. you know, you can. So, you got to keep in mind that the people that are going to write you checks, it's their job to get the best deal for themselves yeah, and course. their and their of investors course. along the way. Yeah. So, until they give you that check, they are. I mean, technically, in an in a, they're. I don't want to say an opponent, but maybe.
1: Yeah, but not the ones you want. So so the best thing is to build, um, you know, you're selling, you're always selling, right? So this is why this is an awesome opportunity for them to invest and make money, which is what they want. But you're looking for who's going to help you be successful. Mm -hmm. So everybody's got money. There's a lot of money out there. So first thing is you need to be investable. Right. You need to be worthy of being invested in. What yeah. are a
0: couple of traits you think that, well, f- that makes someone the most investable? Look
1: at that stage. It's all, they're just, they're just investing in the leadership. Right. right? Like it's not about the jockeys. They don't care about the product yep. per se. As they, they, so long as it's a big market and they see like, so they're looking for patterns, you know, they're pattern matching. So what else is like this that made money so they can say, oh yeah, this is the, this of that.
0: Right. And also wanting to make sure they're not about enter, to enter the room with an 800 pound gorilla that's just going to crush everything and it's, that comes in the door. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, no, that's right. And so, um, yeah, they, they just are, they, and look, I, I think the, um, the most underrated trait in an entrepreneur is just tenacity and, True. and toughness. Yeah. Right. So, oh, well, you know, John, there are, look at all these big competitors in this space. I mean, we are trying to disrupt a space or still are full of multi-billion dollar big public companies. Well, won't they just do this? And won't they just, well, look, this is there's never been an absence of competition. Of course it's competitive. Yeah. And we're gonna win. Right. Right. So you need them to buy into you. So don't don't lose sight of that, which means you they have to trust you. So you got to be honest. So you got to be straightforward about this is where it's gonna be hard. This is why I think we can win and we're gonna go do it. Right. And they need to believe you. And so that that's really that's really key. And then I'm a big fan of hey everybody signs the same term sheet, right? So there are especially when you're raising from angels. Look, angels want the best deal from for them, and uh, and this is where it gets hard, you know. So we're well back in our seed round that that um, we had somebody who wanted to raise a half million dollar check, and we had about three hundred thousand dollars circled at that point, right? And so this person agreed to, and then it was just as we were finalizing the, um, the term sheet. So you want to establish, you want to negotiate terms with someone who's going to lead the round. And then you can go back to everybody else and say, these are the terms are you in or out, right? Cause right. you want, it's all momentum, right? Like, so you don't want to call the question too soon. You want to build interest and momentum. So you have this big pool and then try to close it. And then, you know, this person just kept kind of, Every time we talked, he wanted one more thing. And so we finally just walked, right? And said, hey, this probably tells us a lot about what it's going to be like. Hey, are you, we want people who are aligned to what we're doing. We want to all be in it together with the same terms, the same goals, um, and, and such that everybody wins when we win. Right? I'm a big believer in that. You know, so kind of, you know, people raising capital, get over yourself on valuation, it's way more important to get the deal done than to to save a few points. Sure. Right. Um, Like valuation is probably the most overrated thing. You know, I I have a a friend who didn't do a deal because he felt like he was getting screwed on valuation. And guess what? He didn't get a deal done. Well, what's worse?
0: What's that that value that now? Right.
1: Exactly. So like, (laughs) man, the most important progress over perfect. I'm rambling a lot, but
0: no, 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 no. But
1: you also need to pick and choose. Right. So we, we pulled the plug on that and just thanked him and moved on. We ended up closing our round and being oversubscribed. And we got at each point. We've always had everybody sign the same terms because I don't want, you know, this investor to get better terms than that investor. Right. We're all in it together.
0: Yeah. And, and you're like either on that.
1: board with that or you're not. I like it. Right. So,
0: I, you, what you were just mentioning, you know, I tell people in sales there's two four, there's two, four letter words that matter sold. And next, <laughs> you know, and like you, and you, yeah. you hit the next button on one guy. Cause some people, they, like you said, it's just like never any string of boats. It's like, yeah. I want more. I want this. I want this. I want this. Well, why are you separate? Why are you, why are you special yeah. compared to everyone else? Yeah. Okay. So series a now we're at four and a half million. There's mm-hmm. another 1.3. Okay. Now we're, we're getting there, but we're not even to the big checks yet.
1: No, that's right. That's right. So, and,
0: and we can, and, and, you know, so at this point, so here comes now at this point, Are you going? Are Are we still? Stepping on the gas of the product development and oh, implementation. Yeah, yeah. Or are we adding business development now? Are you still the sales guy and the sales guy?
1: Yeah, we're adding a couple of salespeople okay. at this point, but I'm still the lead on that. I and, feel your pain. I yeah. do it every day. Yeah, but I like doing it. So I do, and I, I pay, do, and I don't. <laughs> uh, I, I like to. I like to be on airplanes and uh, and calls. I like to. I like to be connected to the market. Sure. Right. I mean, I, many, I
0: tell people it, it helps me keep my finger on the pulse yeah of the business but
1: yeah i don't do well if i'm just sitting in an office we don't even have offices so i i'm a not an office guy either uh, i like to be in the mix right. right in the bullpen so um anywho so we yeah we closed that round we're building more um still trying to you know get more and more traction all the time trying to build we're out selling we've got this massive growing pipeline uh, so at
0: this point, I would imagine states now are coming to you.
1: Oh no, 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 nope. no. Well, a little, but mostly. I'm also a believer in. I am not patient, Matt. So I don't. But that's what
0: makes what me I'm a good a, salesperson. Yeah, not so, being patient because I'll course. ask you to buy it pretty Ur- quick. Urgency, yeah. yeah. But
1: I mean, I, I'm not. Nobody's. I'm a believer. Nobody's coming to you, right? Even even if they are in a little bit, they're not coming to you. You need to go to them, sure, and, and be where they are. And so, but if you can get both, yeah, and this yeah, happens yeah. Of, sometimes of course too. It does. So, like, of course it does. if you think about the value, so like
0: you know, you there's 50 states, and you, I in mean, while you have you have this right. massive, yeah. massive addressable market, but at the same time, it's it's actually yeah. quite finite. Oh sure. In some regards, sure. And so, like, I mean, getting the best of both worlds, I, I would yeah. imagine that's happening at some point, but not yet.
1: Yeah, but not yet because you're still early, right? So you've still got early clients that are, are awesome. We have awesome referenceable clients, um, kind of bit of a grassroots. But that that had to
0: change the game, though, when you can finally 100%. say there are now yeah. 50, 100, or however many yeah. states, governments, yeah. whatever yeah. using us. Well,
1: and, and then the big ones, right? So I'm a believer. I like to build things kind of big to small because you learn more that way. And I just... I, I like to kind of hunt and kill big things. As a sales guy, I don't right. actually hunt, but yeah,
0: I, mean, no, I hear you. I talk about whale fishing. Yeah, but and I would never, go. I would never fish a whale. So don't, <laughs> don't comment about right,
1: that. Right, right, right. Um,
0: but, it, but the, your point is, is it, so if you're going out and you're in your in your fishing boat and you just have like a, a little tiny kid's pole and a yeah. bobber and a worm, you're never getting that whale in the boat. Because right. it'll pull you out of the boat or right. yank the boat out to sea or just something. Yeah. Yeah. But if you go out ready to get a whale, you can get all the other stuff that comes in. So It's a bold way to sell for some people because when you're in the beginning, you're like, I don't have any sales. I don't have any clients. You kind of yeah. want to take whatever you
1: can get. Yeah, but I like to build things the big lowest. we so We started winning deals with the biggest NFL cities, million-plus mm-hmm. population counties, big states, the biggest states. In.
0: You mentioned NFL cities. I I once created a ranking system for markets based on the number of pro sports teams they have. <laughs> and uh, well, it was yeah. when I worked for a, it was the last time I actually had a job working for someone else. Uh-huh. And I had a 13 state territory. And they said, we don't know how much we should really be getting out of the, all these markets. And like it took me a couple of days. And I was like, you know what? We do know how much we should because sure. like Chicago has like five like major sports teams this is before soccer came uh-huh. out but you know like you look at some of that and and the yeah. it actually directly correlated with like sure. what the expectations should yeah, have yeah. been where supposed opposed to kansas city like has mlb and we yeah. have an nfl team yeah. so that was a, that was a two sport town
1: yeah well it's part of knowing your market yeah. right and being prepared it was and, the
0: it was the most universal yeah. thing i could come up with there are a couple weird and uh, like la was not it didn't fit the mold because at the time there weren't football teams there yeah. So, yeah. but but it, but it gave us a good way to kind of give an idea of sure. about how much that should be. Yeah. Okay. So now you guys are cooking with gas. Yeah. And you're making some progress, and we've been promising like a big reveal at some point. <laughs> so did that come with Series B, or do we get into like Series C, D, E? No, like
1: no. So we did the Series A. We did a couple of small notes after that with just existing shareholders, um, and then we did the the big uh, this this last March uh we closed a big you know over a 100 million dollar uh growth round with insight partners to dow 100
0: million dollars plus plus yeah, well that cuz that had follow up didn't it
1: uh no that was a misunderstanding by a reporter oh it was yeah. <laughs> which is funny <laughs> uh but it was good news so we didn't go out and correct it but but uh, let's
0: talk about that for a second yeah. man like okay hundred million dollars. Oh, wow. So that's a lot of money. Um, but I think what people don't realize as well is, I mean, that is going into the company. I mean, it's, at that point, maybe owners and other people are either, you know, taking a little bit off of that. We don't get into those details mm-hmm. here on the podcast, but you know, that now at this, at that point, okay, now like yeah. the level of legitimacy, Yeah, but you also have, a, you have to perform now. On a level that well, is sure. unprecedented, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we—I mean—we grew over 800 percent last year. What? And it's all.
0: Was it like that year over year in the prior years, or?
1: Um, it's been good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been growing really fast. 800 so, percent. I mean, it's uh, and revenue for us is a trailing indicator of success, right? So, in our model, we go win a contract, which takes a long time. Mm-hmm. We implement and integrate and deliver. It's still at no cost. So no, no subscription fees, no maintenance fees, no implementation and integration fees. We do it all. We take all the risk and then we turn it on. We go live and we become the new digital solution, official digital solution. So ICANN in Kansas or my Florida or my NCDMV, whatever they want to call it, powered by us. OK, so we want people to know they're working with their government. We're just the, the platform to do it. And then. We make just a little bit of money, you know, small on each transaction. So as it performs, we make money. And as we make government more digital and more transparent and connect people to their government in new ways through this wallet uh, and profile. Uh, so in other words, as we create value for a constituent for that government, we also create value for us. Never before that. But then as we do it, we make just a little bit tick, tick, tick every time somebody uses the platform and it works. You know, we're adding, man, we added over a million wallets in six months this year. Wow.
0: Yeah. So when the notification comes from the state or whoever's using, Mm -hmm. once again, that's payitgov.com. Um, so they, it says it's basically like, Hey Matt, um, it's time to renew this or that. Yeah. And can we suggest that you install this digital wallet?
1: Yeah, it'll be. Which like, will
0: connect to you as a person.
1: Yeah, either download this. So, you know, download ICANN in Kansas, right? I K A N, Or if you just go to the DMV's website, you'll find ICANN. So it's, we, we become their new digital experience and it's omnichannel, channel right? So you might use it at your desktop one day and carry it on your phone the next, right? And it'll... So we just kind of work with you that way. So you'll find us, but yeah, we, we work with them, uh, by the way, uh, we, we work with them to, so deliver a great product and then drive awareness, right? Mm -hmm. So we help them do all the marketing. And in fact, we just hired our first CMO two weeks ago. And this guy's in San Francisco. So we're breaking news here, Matt. It's not, let's do
0: it. You heard it here first.
1: Uh, this guy is the head of search and experimentation at Uber. And joining us as our CMO to help, you know, both the kind of B2B help us win more clients, but also help drive awareness, right? And pay off the value prop to everybody. So you can quit going to the DMV, for instance, or whatever it is. And And
0: once again, God bless pay it for that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, So, (laughs) anywho. uh,
0: I can only imagine how many people have thanked
1: you for that. Um, uh, you know, can I tell you what is torture though? Please. So we do this across the country, some of the biggest states, and we do a lot of things, a lot of different services and more all the time. Cause you don't raise uh, over a hundred million dollars unless you're, you're, um, just hell bent on R and D yeah. and new capabilities all the time yeah. and growth, which we are right. But the killer for me is the state of Missouri where I live, still not a paying client. Like Ouch. we have Jackson County, Missouri, St. Louis is an awesome client um we're hopeful we're optimistic but i still go to the dmv in my own state how, how rich is that
0: i mean the struggle is real john know, what are you gonna do what I are mean, you gonna do
1: we're the, as you said the the best funded startup in the state <laughs> i mean growth company in the state uh, that's just how it goes sometimes it,
0: right? i mean it really is yeah. i mean it's it's difficult um i mean it's i i i won't even get into some of those things like it's almost like uh, um, that feeling. Some, you know, I've had things we've done in the past, and I've actually like talked to our own employees. I'm like, "What do you mean you aren't using our own product?" <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. I'm like, "How how how can you make this better without actually using it?" Yeah. Um, so when you look back, all right. So then let's 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 like take this all in, and it's over a hundred million dollars worth of funding, like a hundred million dollars is, is hard to conceptualize. Mm-hmm. Like people, like realistically, like, like if you actually, and I'm not asked, this is a rhetorical, but like if you had to envision like how big of a case you would put a hundred million dollars <laughs> worth of a hundred dollar bills. Yeah. And like you, I mean, I think we would all be really wrong about that.
1: I've never thought about that. Yeah, just weird Uh, stuff.
0: Like I mean, and it's not like I. I mean, uh, you don't sit around and think too much about it. But you're like, what's a hundred million dollars worth of anything? So, all right. So two things as we kind of wrap this up. And first off, thanks again for coming in. This is my pleasure. I think it's really good for those of you listening to kind of catch the reality of what some of the funding stuff is, you know, a lot of people are so, the, I, I talk to so many people at so many different stages of business, guys like you that, that succeeded at a hundred million dollars in funding. And then, you know, I, it might tomorrow be some dude that's trying to get 25 grand cause yeah, he just wants no to do something no simple and get it started. Yeah. But I, I run into a lot of people that are, they're so VC resistant and, and I, and I tell them, I'm like, don't be, you know, yeah. like these are, pe- these are people that, uh, and I think that some of them, like you said, a couple key points here is you know don't get the round close, bring the money in. Don't be yeah. ca- like, who cares about two points? Like, yeah. and and at yeah, the yeah. same time, like I'm an advocate of not just giving away equity not. for no yeah. reason. But at the same time, like when you have these strategic partners, and and one of the things that really hit home was was understanding that that who those strategic partners are, and if you can couple yourself and your business and your your efforts. Around and with people that have this truly vested interest in your success. Mm-hmm. They move you forward, like the people that can make a phone call, like someone helps you get in front of eight governors, sure. unless you just happen yeah, to yeah. know eight governors. But these yeah. are the kind of people yeah. that that yeah. You, you know change the game That's for exactly you. Exactly right. Because the amount of time it would take to cr- Go from normal contact, if you could even get in front of eight governors, much less in 24 yeah, hours, impossible. It would just take you just going to spend right. like two years climbing that ladder and probably never even you'll show up to the meeting and they won't even be there. Um, but, being you know, partnering with the right people, not being afraid to have money, giving people the same terms because like, well, within a round,
1: yeah, like right. being
0: fair with some people. And by yeah. the way, the reason that's important is no one wants to find out later they got the shittiest deal of all. Yeah.
1: It also helps you manage all those different asks, right. right? By saying, Hey, this is the deal. We're all in it together.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, what's one thing that you look back at that was a, just a failure? Like and, oh and we always like to like and and you say okay, by the way, and you guys can check this out on YouTube if you want to see the look on John's face right there. Cause he <laughs> I got I sense that entrepreneur to entrepreneur look where you're like, God, there's so many failures that I can't even, like, which one? Yeah. And And I I think it's important that people understand that, that even the most successful businesses, founders, startups, all of it, oh my God, like, it's failure city along yeah. the way. We just don't get stuck on those. We learn from them yeah. and, we, and we say next and move yeah, on.
1: That's right. And you don't even, I don't even think of them as failures. I just think it's like, that's just part of Another
0: way of figuring out how to not do it correctly yeah, or whatever. There's right. a lot of positive and I appreciate your positive outlook on that, but well, yeah, I mean, you just move just, forward. That's just real, right? Yeah. Like
1: it's part of the deal. Yeah. So you just oh, yeah. keep overcoming them. Yeah. Right. But and I, I, one that jumps out is initially, I thought this would just be, uh, you know, a mobile only because that governments all have websites already. Yeah. That's going to be really hard. And then as we started doing it, they all kept saying, "Well, why wouldn't you just do all of it for us?" And I'm I'm not the smartest guy, Matt, but I'm not the dumbest either. And I was like,
0: <laughs> backhanded compliments. No, about it. I
1: mean, like you know, like of course we should, right? And so we kind of quickly said, "Yeah, we let's do all that." And, and so you know, it turned into a really big um, part of our story, like listening. Right. And then being ambitious. And uh,
0: so you did end up building out the websites with them or well, or we, did we you did get th- into it and you're like, whoa, this is way more than what we we do it we our
1: way. So we uh, we don't build websites, per se. We build web applications and they're omni-channel, So web and mobile apps all talking to the same platform. Right. You know, in, in the gov cloud, which is
0: part of the problem that a lot of these yeah, platforms absolutely. have anyway. Yeah.
1: yeah so you're like none of it knows you. So it's all smarter now because of us. Right. Um, because of what we do, <laughs> I mean, digitally smarter. I, mean, right. I don't mean that we're smarter. Sure. You are. We're a really smart team. Um, yeah. But I think it's a man, this could be even bigger than we thought. Right. And we always thought we, we could build a billion dollar company. And we're kind of on that path, man. Yeah. There's a lot to do, and we'll make a bunch more mistakes. And, you know, it's always that like if you're watching a duck swim across a pond, it looks really graceful. And underwater, it's just kicking like mad.
0: That's, a, oh, that's I love us, that analogy man. i've never you know it, and i i I feel like someone has pointed that out at some point, but yeah. now you think about it and it's true
1: yeah
0: like there's there's definitely that surface layer to everything yeah. and and I think no matter what what level your business is at, like that struggle is real
1: of course it is and man. it's and, hard
0: and so as an entrepreneur like i mean so you've realized you've come to Honestly, John, what I'm hearing here is that this was an amazing story up to now, but really I'm sensing more along the lines of you feel like this is still just getting started.
1: Yeah. Early innings for sure. I mean, when you were like, well, how many suitcases to hold 100 minutes? I've never thought about it because to me, it's just fuel for innovation and growth and value creation.
0: By the way, I had never thought about that either. And then (laughs) I was like, you know, you're trying to conceptualize it. And I talk to my wife sometimes about the possibility of things Uh and, you know, she always admittedly should be like, yeah, I don't have any ability to conceptualize what a billion dollars is like. I mean, and that's the thing is like, do, do who does like, well, people, maybe people with a billion dollars don't even get it. That's my point. It's like, you get to the point though. and, 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 and I, and look, there's a recurring theme that has continued to happen on this podcast. And we, the most successful, innovative, uh, brilliant people, and you're included in this list that have been on this show, I'll say, and I say this too, like, you can't focus on the money. Yeah, like the money is a all. byproduct of getting yeah. good at whatever it is that you right, do. Right. And if you're, and people ask me all the time, they say, what do I need to do to make more money? I'm like, well, you got to quit focusing on money. <laughs> I'm like, right. well, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah. cause if you're focusing on the money part, you're not focusing on getting good at what you do, yeah. whether you're an employee, an entrepreneur, anyone. You know, anyone yeah. focus on getting good at what you do and then see right. what happens as a That's result. Because right. the the money really is that byproduct yeah. of creating value, of doing things that make someone's life easier or make it more profitable. Like there's a lot of reasons that people will buy things from you. So anyway, once again, if you, if you get a chance, go to uh, P-A-Y-I-T-G-O-V, payitgov.com. John, thanks for coming in.
1: My pleasure. Great. This is awesome, hey, man. Yeah. I, You know, if I can say one last thing, you can
0: say whatever you want,
1: man. This is uh, being an entrepreneur is really hard, right? And and um, but you just have to be tenacious. Like it has to matter to you. You know, like that toughness. um, I I was the best compliment I've ever been paid in my early in my career at EMC as a sales guy, the CTO of EMC, this huge company, right?
0: Publicly traded monster, right? Big
1: company now part of Dell. Uh, he says, you're my favorite sales rep. And he said, and I was like, wow, that's cool. Like, but he probably says that to all the sales reps, right. Or whoever he's with. And he said, I'm going to pay you this compliment. I want you to know it's a compliment. And he said, he goes, you know, the difference between you and a pit bull. And I was like, well, can't imagine. Right. And he said, eventually that pit bull will let go. And it's like the best way to describe me, yeah. in any successful entrepreneur or probably you too. It's like, I'm too dumb to quit.
0: I, I will, I will uh, yeah. figure it out. I think that that's fair, and you know that's that's one of the things that we er, we mentioned earlier that you know investors look for that some yeah. that sometimes the jockey, sometimes the horse. But yeah. one of the things, okay, so that's in that same. All right, so once again, I I am a sales guy. I admit it. I'm proud of it. Yeah. Like that's what is really good. I'm also a promoter of sorts. So. Um, with that, people have so many people have said to me, and the, and I think it, sometimes they don't mean it as a compliment. They're like, "Man, you really are persistent." Yeah. And you right. know, I think in some ways they're like they're like saying, "Oh yeah, well, okay, uh, well, you're not gonna, you're clearly not gonna stop asking, so I can either tell you to to pound sand and <laughs> never call me again, All right, or I can just do this." Yeah. But I always take that as a compliment. I'm like, yeah, thanks, totally. I appreciate it. Yeah, like yeah. that means a lot to me that you would notice yeah. that I'm persistent because I will work that hard for yes. you, and probably yes. even harder once yeah. you're a client.
1: Right, it's exactly right. And
0: and yeah. the, and you know, so and it's like that pit bull analogy. Yeah. And uh, the pit bull is misunderstood. I used to have a pit bull, and he was like the nicest, sweetest dog sure, ever. Sure. Unless you put him right in front of another like 90 pound male dog, <laughs> and then God forbid you were in that space, but. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, like that, and that's that level of not quitting. And yeah. and I think any entrepreneur or founder, like I, ha- I I have, you know, we didn't even have enough time to get into it. There was definitely like, there was, a, so I would say at some point in this business that you just defined, there was a coin toss moment probably where you're like, oh man, I'll flip a coin. Maybe I won't even do this anymore. Like now it's not necessarily Actually that. never. Right? Well, well, I I refer to that in one of my books and, and my wife was like, yeah, if it hits tails, are you really going to quit? And I was like, no, but I, (laughs) but, but you're thinking, you kind of have that moment. It's like, um, you know, uh, a a song that I listen to regularly has a line. It says I'm well endowed with all the doubt I need, you know, like we're, we're all like very, like, very like embedded, with that. And the only way to come through it is to fight, to claw. Like, I mean, and and here's the thing is like, if everything I'm doing fails, like, Oh man, I got bigger things to worry about than that. So, so, uh, you know, so many different things. Well, once again, John, thank you so much. For those of you listening, if you want to check us out on Instagram, uh, check out at startup hustle podcast. You can also, uh, check out if you want to see what my face that's made for radio, looks like you can uh, visit our new youtube channel we have been recording this um john's john's a a much a much cleaner and better looking version of of me so maybe that'll give you a reason to come by and, and check it out thanks for coming in john
1: my pleasure thanks for having me
0: see you guys next time